Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. We hadn't even heard of your product. Our Mm. son called us and said, you two need to be using this. And, oh, I love it. It really seems to be helping. My energy levels are not always great, but for the last couple of months, it seems to be improving. But it was really strange because our son doesn't recommend a lot of products to us. He's not like that with us. He says, you're my parents. I'm not yours. I'm not telling you what to do. But with this one, he said, no, I think you really need to do this. (laughs) And our son was right. We need to be doing this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. When it comes to politics, yeah, I'm well past the tinfoil hat stage. I need a good helmet for the banging my head against the wall stage. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Correct. But the answer is simple. Not another shot ever. And we can cure it with everything you're talking about today. And I am as well. If I get vaccinated, can I stop wearing a mask? CDC answer? Nope. If I get vaccinated, will I be resistant to COVID? CDC answer? Maybe, but probably not. If I get vaccinated, I won't be contagious to others, right? Answer? No, the vaccine does not stop transmission. If I get vaccinated, how long will the vaccine last? CDC answer? No one knows. Why? Because it's still in its experimental phases. If I get vaccinated, can I stop social distancing? No. So then what is the advantage of getting vaccinated? The answer from the CDC? Hoping the virus won't kill you. Question. Are you sure the vaccine won't injure or kill me? CDC answer? No guarantees. Question. If statistically the virus has a 99.97 survival rate, why should I get vaccinated? CDC answer? To protect others. Question, so if I get vaccinated, I can protect everyone around me, right? CDC answer, no. Question, if I experience adverse effects from the vaccine, am I entitled to be compensated by the manufacturer or the government? CDC answer, absolutely not. You see, the government and the vaccine manufacturers have 100% zero liability. Why? Because according to the CDC, it's an experimental drug. This is the three deadliest pandemics of our time. HIV, XMRV, and SARS all rolled into one shot. All you need is the spike protein, and it's that synthetic spike protein that is this deadly epidemics that affect 13 million Americans that Fauci and, and WHO, every level of our government, has covered up since since AIDS in the 80s and the true causes and the true solutions. So is this These not things- the greatest crime ever committed against humanity? Billions injected, which they admit has the HIV, spike protein, everything, injected with this Franken creature. to that was uh-huh yep 
I was Judy Mikovits, Alex Jones, and uh, I helped facilitate that. And, by the way, the meeting of those two. <laughs> and let me just tell you, uh, I love the vaccine questions because there's no reason to take a vaccine. See, there's no reason to. They actually, they're actually kind of shooting themselves in the foot because they'd have no reason. There's no reason. Oh, yeah, you're still going to get sick. No, you're not. You're not protecting others <laughs> no you're i mean you're this you're that you're this you're that it doesn't there's no reason to um so just to recap today um i don't know should we call this horror minute of the day and i don't mean like hormala i mean like horror like actual like sickness like this is awful um pfizer now developing a twice per day covid pill that you take along the vaccine alongside the vaccine the drip system, we've been talking about the drip system. It's a drip system to change your DNA, to change who you are. Sorry, folks, but that's the truth. And I've got Susan here. How are you? Hi, good. I know. It's like day of horrors, I swear. Uh, you and know, not the hormala kind. Right. Yeah. It's um, better to read People magazine at this point and I, just no, escape I, believe into. Me, believe me, I want to, like, seriously. Uh, uh, anyway. No, Xanax is sounding really good by now, uh, today. So just to recap, I had the guy on from WellCamp Australia from um, that area to talk about how that camp got into place. And that was in the first hour. So I'll put that on podcast for you. And that was horrific. Um, that's a COVID prison. Uh, people can't get out of it once they're put in it, unless the government thinks you should be allowed out. And... Um, also, and that's for international travels now, travelers now, but it'll be expanded to uh, people that live in Australia that are tested positive as they as they increase the number of beds for your safety. I also wanted to mention that I've reached out to a, a business owner in Kabul so that we can get kind of a what's going on on the ground type of interview. Um, because of, is it Afghanistan? Well, Afghanistan, you know... We have a lot of manipulation in our media, and so you can't trust our media. And if they're going for emotion, and I realize people have died, so I'm not saying they haven't died. I'm just saying, if are we being told the whole story? And of course, I think they allowed them to die. They they made it so. I think murder is on their hands of this deep state and administration. So, um, so we have that, and I want to talk a little bit about that, and I want to kind of get what's going on on the ground and how they're feeling about things, too. I mean, what do they what do they think's going on? We also are going to talk about uh, who are we putting on these planes. We're going to talk about this with Susan. We're also going to be talking about the PREP Act, this big bombshell, because the bombshell explains why the hospitals might be doing what they're doing. Uh, welcome, Susan. Hello. I know. It's like on this glorious day. Sorry. (laughs) Don't mean to bum you all out, but it's just it's just anyway, it's too much. Um, Okay, so let's talk about who they're putting on the planes um, in Afghanistan first. Let's let's talk about this. Well, you mean probably who's already here because the planes have now stopped. Yeah. So the State Department, according to Abigail Williams at um, NBC News, said a senior State Department official acknowledged for the first time that the majority of Afghans who helped the U.S. government over the last 20 years didn't make it out of Kabul. Asked about these special immigrant visas, SIV applicants left behind, the official said while they couldn't provide a number, it's the majority of them. So uh, Sundance at the Conservative Treehouse says, now that they've admitted this, who are these 116,000 Afghans we evacuated? Right. If it's not the majority 
of the people we were supposed to have right who we were sold Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on it was a good idea to evacuate who are all the rest of these people And and it's a really good question i mean when i hear nbc news say anything i know they're lying scumbags so i have to go okay why would they be saying this well it ups the ante on a false flag happening here because they're saying that we're delivering probably, you know, many people that would want to do a lot of harm over here. So my first thought is that, okay. Then my second thought is Sundance is asking the right question. Who is on the plane? Because that could be a truthful statement too, at the same time. So there's a manipulation in it used in for other purposes as well, but it could be a very true statement. So, um, so please move forward. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I heard an interview with a pilot who said he picked up a plane of refugees from Afghanistan, but in the European to America leg of the flight. And he said they spent five hours on the tarmac in the U S and DC, I believe, um, going through biometric verification with a lot of these people so he had time to actually talk to people and one of them was a father with a young son and they were talking about how they got out but had to leave the wife and daughter behind and he said you left your wife and daughter behind why and he said well i had to get out with my son and he what's going to happen to them he said well unless they have a male escort it's not going to be good so you have people who were willing to leave family members behind, but these, according to the State Department, mm-hmm. 7,000 special immigrant visa applicants did make it out, mm-hmm. but they sold us on the program that that's who was coming and not all the additional people. So out of 116,700, oh, it's uh, 122,000 total. So it's the 116 that we're saying, who who are the rest of these people? Right, right. And I know Fort Bliss is saying that they're expecting 50,000, up to 50,000 refugees. So I don't know if that's going to be on some timetable, but the question remains that it's kind of sketchy. Why haven't we been updated on this? Um, Why are these leaks just coming from the State Department and not full-fledged admissions? Um, And where is the U.S. Senate? How come Mm -hmm. our representatives are not raising the slightest squeak about any of this (laughs) they're going with the flow they're very silent this is why i don't respect people in government this is why i think they're all hacks that are bought and sold and that's why i'm not nice about them on the air i don't like to interview them you get the politician answer i think they suck i think they're horrid i think they're sellouts i think they'll have to atone for everything that they're doing at some point in their life i really do i'm not trying to be judgy i'm just trying to say they lie so much to the people and they backstab the people so severely it's very very hard it's very very hard for me to ever say a positive thing about politicians in our state in my state and in the in the country it's just it's tough i've interviewed too many of them i know how horrid they are well and they've done things that has caused us to lose respect (laughs) they have lost our respect yeah that's part of the problem so silent in this whole year and a half and they just say nothing and they just take their little paycheck from whoever wants to offer whatever lobbyist and pharma and uh, and they sit there and they act like they're doing something and they don't do a thing that matters not a single thing that matters it just makes me want to vomit well lots of things make me want to vomit but so somehow this is just uh-huh. the beginning of um the saga of mm. the afghan refugees mm-hmm. who no one in their right mind would want to be an Af- right. a refugee but 
um, the story. This is the beginning of the beginning. Uh-huh. And we're going to start to see how this all plays out because they're here. Right. Now. Yeah. And the drone strike? The drone strike, Gateway Pundit, um, has some information that the bomber was in the crosshairs of a drone and that he, um, they chose not to pull the trigger on the drone, of, on the bomber, prior to him blowing up the airport. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard when you kind of are already probably financially helping the guy doing the bombing. So, you know, that's a tough, it's like what a call to make, you know? Um, yeah. And I do believe that. I do believe that. I think those that, that actually run this world, uh, run this country are very much behind that. And I think to think otherwise is naive. So just throwing that out there. It is. It's just going to be hard for the families well, and hard for the victims. Why kill the guy that you, that you just probably paid to pull that off, right? Why, why? <laughs> it does, I mean, Makes total sense now, right? Because if you were if you were a good guy and you knew that was going to happen, you'd prevent it. So proofs on my side as far as saying something like that. But it's just so gross. And when we come back to, I want to talk about, I want to talk about uh, the Prep Act because this is a huge bombshell. It's a huge bombshell in its actual vindication about what I've been talking about inside the hospitals across the country, and. <sighs> You know, I, I don't know what else to say other than the emails I'm getting. A 32-year-old in, in California was vented against his will and died yesterday. And I get these stories daily. And what's going on is sick. And I don't know what else to say about it other than I guess if you had to read my inbox, you'd understand why I'm so passionate about helping people understand their rights. And when you get into a hospital, they don't own you. You pay them for care. They do not own you. It is not a prison. Remember that you have rights. Please be right back. Kate Daly Show.